Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Don't touch that dial. You're tuned in to the Dread Podcast Network. What is your favorite scary movie? Oh, come on, you know I don't watch that shit. Why not? Too scared? No. No, it's just, what's the point? They're all the same. Some stupid killer stalking some big-breasted girl who can't act who's always running up the stairs when she should be going out the front door. It's insulting. Hello! To Kim and Cat, stay, stay alive, maybe. maybe. We're your horror movie comedy, comedy podcast. podcast. We're gonna tell uh, you the entirety <laughs> of a movie. Spoilers and all. <laughs> My name is Ketrin Porter. <laughs> My name is Kim Burns, and I'm gonna try to stay alive. Great. What what happened there? I realized one of my um, little knobbies was at the wrong uh, Le- position. Position. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. And I don't know. We were saying everything together. I thought you would just take over. I, 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 I should have. <laughs> <laughs> I was distracted by what was happening over on your end and uh, lost my train. Anyway, I'm back on track. What's okay. up? Okay. Hey. Hey, how's it going? It's good. That's good. I got a Guinness today. Fun. I got a Skull Energy drink. Gina mm. holes Gina out. Gina holes tits up. Mm. God. <sighs> I love me a Guinness. <laughs> and these are in authentic Guinness glasses as well from the brewery that's great i'm really Isn't happy it? for you <laughs> thank you um what was my week what is happening what did we do well i think you and i saw each other so that was fun we saw each other yeah we got to go out to a brunch Hi. which was we lovely. went to a brunch yes i went to a dinner with someone i got to like see some friends this weekend and that was you were delightful out on the town. We finally 
did the thing that we've been threatening to do for our patrons for so long. Oh, yes. Um, Because I have no idea what episode it is. I think it was a combination of many episodes where we were always battling what would hurt more, a front slap or a back slap. Or a back slap. And we were like, well, we guess we have to try it out. So we were going to do it on a postmortem, but we were finally together for a mini set. Yes. Fucking slapped each other in the face. Slapped each other in the goddamn face. Some real jackass action. I'm not going to lie. It was. Yeah. It really was. Felt bad. I was the first slap to go. And I I think I really went for it. That (laughs) Eric was there. And he was like, oh, shit. She really went for it. And then really I felt bad. I was like, oh, no. And then <laughs> I think we all felt bad from that point forward. <laughs> I didn't know I, I would slap that hard. I was just like, I'm going to see. You don't know your own strength. Um, but the I think what we determined based on what we did, I'm still not. Based yeah. on what we did, the front slap hurt the more. The front slap did hurt more. Which but, is always what I thought. I always thought it would at least be more accurate and therefore hurt more. But um, yeah. we didn't go full wind all the way through with the back slap. I still think yeah. the front hurts more, though. Yeah. So there I you definitely, go. Yeah. So that's – and then next we're going to um, try to get out of handcuffs. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Both of us were like, do you want to do that? No, I don't. I don't. <laughs> we just slapped each other in the face. Let's just leave it at this. Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to try and get out of handcuffs. Uh, at the next time we're I'll try in the to, same room together. I'm going to clip out one slap and put it, it, it better on be the one. Media. It better be the one that you slapped me with. That needs to live. I'm going to clip out one slap and put it on social media. I love I it. I don't know which one. What <laughs> better way to get people to join our Patreon than showing videos of us slapping the shit out Look, of each other. I don't know what people are doing over on their Patreons. I don't know what other podcasts are doing. I don't. But if you're looking for that slapping material, we got it. We got we you slap covered. over here at KK Sam. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I've only seen, like, Eric took a video of, like, one of Ket hitting me. And so that's the only yeah. one I've actually seen. <laughs> so, oh, like, right. I'm just like, ugh. <laughs> It was, uh, I did learn, like, I, as much as I, I've always felt like I wanted to, like, punch someone in the face out of justice, you know, kind of like how Kim has, like, her, her bottle break stab kind of thing. Oh, my God, dream. Yeah, I've always wanted to, like, hit someone in the face, like, someone who deserved it, you know, and, um, you know, Kim didn't deserve it. And I found it really unsatisfying. So now I just got to find someone who and someone who I don't have to pull it with, you know, somewhere where yeah. I can have a real follow through. Yeah. No, I I it. enjoyed the first slap the most because I, she had a we were all ignorant. <laughs> it was an ignorant slap. Yeah. And yeah. once we all became aware, then my back slap didn't quite go. I pulled it a little bit, too. Mm-hmm. Not going to lie. Yeah. It probably, you know what? It sounds like a scientist. We didn't do a great job. No, we didn't. But. We've got to do it again. <laughs> but, yeah. But we, uh, but we did it. We, we fucking did it. Through. I'm proud of us. Yeah. Me too. <laughs> As am I. Oh, this, this is exciting to me. Kim gave me an extra 23andMe kit that I'm very excited about. Oh, yeah. That I'm sending in. Um, Mine just, I just got love. accepted. Can't wait to find out what oh happens. Oh my god, I'm so stoked! Yeah, I just 
it's not like there's any information that I gather I'm going to be surprised about, but I just love shit like this. Like, I just love knowing this kind of stuff. So I know. I think it, like, connects you with family, right? I'm excited for Mm -hmm. that because I don't know. I mean, only half of my family have I known my whole life. So Sure. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But even then, there's, like, people in Ireland, I feel like, you know, it's like you start to branch out, which will be cool. What if – oh, no. Are you going to say we're related somehow? No, that would be delightful. (laughs) What if – what if, like, you found out that you were related to someone that you'd, like, already slept with? Oh, I've been worried about that my whole life. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Until I met my my bio Bio dad. dad. I always was like, I could literally have sex with my brother and I wouldn't know it. Not know it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's always been a thing I've I've – I've considered, but I think I'm and think I'm in the safe zone. Mostly yeah. just from like moving across the country was probably helpful. If I True. lived in Philly, you definitely would have been fucking cousins for sure. <laughs> 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 By accident. Yeah. I mean, it would, I, if I cousins. knew I wouldn't do that, but I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't. So sorry. Yeah. Maybe you should have been in my life yeah bro yeah (laughs) or cuz then i wouldn't fuck your nephews yeah oops (laughs) you're bad you know what this is your bad bad. well that's that that's my week covered (laughs) anything else (laughs) yeah slapping you was the highlight of my week so i can't think of anything else that i've uh that french toast that we had at brunch was the highlight of my week (laughs) That fucking French toast was legit. Good for you. Yeah. Um, do you want to hear a movie? I do. I'm so excited. Yeah, I'm excited too. So we are continuing with our Black History Month uh, picks. And I'm very excited to tell Kim this one. Uh, and I'm so glad we saved it until now. I think... I know like, we were going to do it right when it came out. Yeah. But then and I then think I, it was pandemic problems, maybe? No, I don't remember what the problem was. But I'm glad we're doing it now. So uh, we are doing the most recent Candyman. 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 Okay. It was directed by Mia DaCosta. Hey. It was written by uh, Jordan Peele, uh, Wynn hey. Rosenfeld, and Nia DaCosta. Hey. hey. Shout out to black women filmmakers. Yes. And God damn it, this is beautifully shot. It's quite lovely just revisiting it because I saw it in the theater and I watched it for the second time this week. So, uh, Also, dead- speaking of Jordan Peele... Um, <gasps> his new one? His trailer nope. is supposed to come out, I think, Super Bowl. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. I love his fucking movies so fucking and much. I'm excited. <laughs> so much. Um, I just posted, like, a hilarious thing on Instagram. Mo- no, haven't got a single laugh about it yet. Pretty. <laughs> I don't know what's going on I there. Maybe you guys didn't understand why. that. Hmm. Yeah, I think that's it. We didn't get it. That's why. I it's I'll really explain funny. it for you because great. It's let's called it. Please nope. explain a joke. Uh-huh. And I put how <laughs> more like yup. Am I right? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Can you 
I'll see myself up. Please do. Thank you. Um, All right. Come back in for Dead or Alive. Thank you. Um, Anthony. Uh, Alive. Brie or Brianna? Alive. William. Dead. Troy. Dead. Grady. Dead. Clive. Dead. Okay. Here we go. Who can make a sunrise? Sprinkle it with dew. (laughs) No nightmare. And it gets all distorted, and then we hear buzzing come up, and then we see the MGM lion, and it fades into these shadow puppets. Uh, not like someone's hand, like someone made cutouts of uh, oh, people. Oh, yeah, I've seen. And they're holding I've them on s- sticks. Mm-hmm. And we hear a little boy be like, hey, come out with your hands up. So the literal like game he's playing by himself in his room is black people being arrested. Uh... <laughs> yeah, it's uh, upsetting. So uh, we then hear his mom be like, you better go take that laundry down to the laundromat. So we see him walk out and we see 1977 Cabrini Green. <gasps> Cabrini Green. I know you. Yeah. So we're watching uh, this little boy, probably about 11 years old, walking through the projects of Cabrini Green with like a big holding all of the laundry in his arms. And some little kid, like, says something shitty to him or whatever. And he's like, I hope Sherman gets you and, like, keeps walking. He then walks past a cop car and the uh, the cop in the car just holds up, like, a wanted poster that just says, have you seen this man? He doesn't say anything. He just holds it up. And it's just a picture <laughs> okay. of a black man. And obviously the little boy just, like, doesn't respond and yeah. keeps walking. Um. As we are walking with the little boy down into the basement laundromat, we hear people talking about someone. So we just kind of hear like snippets of sentences of like, yeah, they're still looking for him. Like, don't go out after dark. That kind of stuff. Uh-oh. Kid goes down into the laundromat. And so the laundromat is stairs down into like a basement room. Mm-hmm. And... When you get to the bottom of the, it's a very, it's not even a room. It's like barely a room. It's like, uh, you know, the size of a couple couches, basically. And like on your right is a wall and there's a giant hole in the wall. Mm-hmm. On the left is the laundry room. So the laundry room is behind a separate glass door. Or not like a glass door, but like a door with like a glass window in it where where the machines are. So it's like you go down the stairs, you're in one room, but then you have to walk into a separate room to like actually get to the machines. Okay. So the little boy uh, walks down and he goes into the laundromat and he turns the timer for the light on. It's one of those lights where you like 
turn uh-huh. a timer. Yep, 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 yep. And he puts all this stuff in the machine, leaves the room again, shuts the door, looks down. There's a little piece of candy on the floor. Oh, yum. Hello. So he picks it up. I mean, yeah, no, hello. don't. I mean, I mean, no, don't. Keep walking. What? Kim, this is episode 183. I really why didn't did I know eat that, that piece I... candy? Why did you eat that piece of candy? I don't know. I'm 11. Let me be. There could be a razor blade, a ghost. I mean, God knows what is in that candy. I, I don't. I don't know. Yeah. How are you still alive? You were just eating floor candy. I don't. I don't know how I'm alive. In regular life for four candy, life. let alone uh, yeah. horror movies. Yeah. So just stay away from floor candy, kids. No floor, no floor candy. candy. Even if you see it drop to the floor, it's floor candy now. Don't pick it up. Kim, I need you to just stay away from all. I need you to stay away from all floor candy because you can't be trusted. You've lost your floor candy privileges. I'm I mean, so sorry. Hopefully you can earn them back. We'll ten, see. Ten second rule. so he picks it up and as he stands up he's now facing the door to the laundry room Uh uh-huh but he's in the laundry room or out of it no he's walked out of the laundry room now but like a little piece of candy kind of like skitters across the floor okay so he turns picks it up and now he's facing (laughs) the laundry room and so it has the glass panel in the top Mm. and there's a reflection Of a man stepping out of the hole. No! <laughs> Why did I pick up that floor candy? You did yourself in in the first moment of this film. So we don't really see it's very shadowy, but we do see him kind of step out of the hole and he's humming. the kid can't move if he wanted to he's so scared cut to the cops in the car they hear a scream the music is now like over the credits and it's this i can't wait for you to listen to it it's like as the credits so we hear a scream credits now we're in the credits and we're watching like a cityscape of uh, the city that we're in, but it's like upside down, right? And the music is just like really sparse and syncopated and just makes your heart feel uneasy because like it feels like your heart's supposed to be beating to the beat of the music, but the beat is wrong. It's really... When you say upside down, what do you mean? Like if somebody was on the ground looking up, at the buildings, oh. but kind of like floating quickly past them, but like on their back. Because the opening of the original Candyman is the opposite. It's a bird's eye view flying through Chicago. Oh, uh, if let's I recall see, we're gonna correctly. have so many. Mm-hmm. We're gonna have so many of these, which is gonna be really fun. Yeah, it's fun when one of us does, you know, one, and then the other does the other. Yeah, <sighs> those weren't words that I, made I, night, made matter, but you know. I, I knew what you meant. It's a good thing I'm I not telling you. this story because nothing is coming out right. I'm just going to sit here and eat my floor candy and listen. She's picking up floor candy. She can't talk. <laughs> so now we see Cabrini Green 2019. Okay. Yep. 
uh, and we're walking along the street, but they're, it's very nice. Cabrina Green, but sky, I mean, sky rises, okay? Like yeah, really yeah, beautiful, yeah. brand new buildings. And we see two boys walking, 20-year-olds walking down the street. <laughs> Thank you, because I was definitely yeah, picturing 11-year-olds. I, I know. Walking down the street, and uh, the one is like, are you nervous? <gasps> and he's like, no, why? And he's like, because you're doing that thing with the wine. He's like carrying a bottle of wine, and he's like twisting it. Uh-uh, okay. And he's like, I'm not nervous. I'm about to become best friends with your sister. Uh, Cut to who we now know. This is Troy and Grady. And we'll learn who they are in a second. Grady. Okay. They're walking in to this beautiful fucking apartment. That's like one of those apartments that's like the square footage of a house. But it's a fucking apartment. Mm -hmm. And so it's got like two floors in the apartment. It's gorgeous. Yeah. And we learn that Troy is the brother of Brianna. Grady is Troy's boyfriend. And Brianna's boyfriend, who lives with Brianna in this beautiful apartment, is Anthony. Okay. Troy is, like, really sassy. So he's immediately, like, giving Brianna shit for, like, not letting him be her realtor because, like, he knows everything there is to know about Chicago real estate and blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. There is also this really beautiful art all over the wall. And some of it is this, like, really sort of cool, almost graphic or graffiti-looking type art, like, Mm -hmm. very sort of stark shapes. Like, if you're painting a fist... You would paint it. Look at my stupid fist. Every time I make a fist, I'm like, God, it's so stupid looking. So you would, it, it's a fist, but it's like using the shapes that make up a fist oh, as cool. opposed to the realism of a fist. I like that. That kind of stuff. So that's the kind of vibe of the art. And one of them gives Anthony, who we learn is an artist. I think it's Troy gives Anthony shit for like that he hasn't painted anything new in like two years. Um. Mm. So I think one of the paintings that Grady maybe is looking at is like, oh, did he's like, yeah, I painted this. And he's like, you know, that was two years ago, though. So like he's definitely like been in a bit of a rut. Troy is also upset with Brianna for moving into this building because he's like, it's fucking haunted because it is built on top of Cabrini Green mm-hmm. uh, or a part of Cabrini Green. And she's like, it's close to the gallery. So... Troy is, like, not letting it go. He's like, bitch, this used to be called Smoky Hollow. Then it was called Little Hell. Then it was called Combat Alley. Oh, no. Like, what the fuck? And um, then it was Cabrini Green. And they're just sort of talking about gentrification. So, like, one of the things that Brianna says is, like, White people build the ghetto and then they tear it down when they realize they've built the ghetto. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And they're like, so they tore this down and developed it. Now, Grady, who's brand new, they're talking about gentrification and they're like, you know, so they tear it down and then develop on it. And Grady goes, oh, you mean like this building? And everyone's just kind of silent Mm -hmm. because – they're commenting on the fact that, like, they're pissed at gentrification, but they are reaping the benefits of gentrification at the moment. Mm-hmm. So Troy is then, like, breaks the the tension by being like, do you want to hear a scary story? 
And Brie is like, no, <laughs> I don't. And he's like, I don't give a shit. So he turns off all the lights, lights a bunch of candles. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Like he's just Put us like, in the mood. Thank you. He's like ambiance for days. Don't tell me a scary story if you're not going to set up the scene. Right. And he says, this is the story of Helen. Ah, I know Helen. Yeah. <gasps> so he's talking about a white lady who came to Cabrini Green to write a story or something. And one day she just snaps. She beheaded a Rottweiler and the cops showed up. And when they showed up, she was doing snow angels in the blood. <laughs> oh. So the cops took her in. She escapes and leaves a trail of blood. Then a baby in Cabrini Green goes missing. They can't find the baby anywhere. But then the night of the bonfire, Helen arrives with a sacrifice. The baby. They pounce on her. While everyone is fussing over the baby that they've now taken back, Helen walks right into the fire. And everyone's just like, story man <laughs> and then he gets up and is like is my rosé in the freezer <laughs> and Anthony is like uh, no but there's a or the he says don't you want the Moscato and Troy turns around and is like Moscato is a dessert wine and like walks away all <laughs> it's true <laughs> yeah uh, so we cut to them leaving um, Troy, Troy and Grady are leaving and right as he's leaving, he's like, pick up those brushes. My sister's not trying to support you your whole life. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> I love okay. Troy. I want a whole fucking movie of Troy. I love him so <laughs> much. I want him to be my friend. He's Can the we best. hang out? Let's go to yes. brunch. Great. So um, we now cut to Brianna and Anthony getting ready for bed. And Brianna's like, I'm so glad that my brother found someone. Mm-hmm. And Anthony's not really paying attention. And also, neither am I, because he's shirtless. Oh. Oh. Is he... Um, yeah, yeah. Is he the guy from the HBO show... Watchmen? Yes. Is what I know him from? Okay. Yes. Then, yes, yes. That is what I... Yes. Yeah. Yes. 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 Yes, please. Yeah. 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 Kim, yeah. It's... Um, <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Abdul-Mateen. The mm. second... It did not disappoint. I don't. I mean, the artistry with which he has sculpted his own body <laughs> is. I just hats off to you, Yaya. <laughs> I see your work. I see you, and I appreciate it. <laughs> Thank you. So Thank you for all you do. Yeah. So he's not really paying attention as she's like, "Oh, I'm glad my brother's found someone." Blah 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 blah. And uh, she's sort of trying to engage him and he's looking at his phone. She's like, do you feel good about what you're going to show tomorrow? Hmm. And he's like, yeah. Um, And then I wrote shirtless again. Uh, I wrote it twice. I don't know why. And uh, he's looking at his phone. He's like, man, I I guess she did kill a Rottweiler. And he's looking at the story. Yeah. And so Brianna takes the phone away and is like, I'm not trying to have ghosts in my new apartment. Like, <laughs> this apartment is ghost proof. No ghosts in here. 
And so now we cut to the next day. And Anthony is showing a painting, a single painting, to Clive. And which I just realized that character is probably named after Clive Barker, who originated the story of Candyman. Oh, Yeah. And he's like, this is, he's not happy. Clive is not happy. He's like, this is the Anthony from two years ago. He's like, this isn't, there's nothing new in this painting. And he's like, I really don't want to have to replace you in this show. Uh And Anthony says, well, I'm working on something. And he says, I'm thinking about doing something with the projects. And Clive says, "Mm, the South Side is kind of played out. And Anthony is offended by that obviously but like doesn't show it a clive's a white guy Uh so like him being like the projects are played out right "Mm, the projects are still you don't really get to say that the projects are played out and he's like or uh so then anthony's like or uh maybe cabrini green so basically the south side is one part of chicago cabrini green is a completely different part of chicago which will become uh useful information later so he's saying i think i'm gonna do a, a Series of Artem Cabrini Green. So now we cut to the apartment and Brianna is like, uh, we have your moms tonight. Please don't forget. And then she leaves for work and he starts researching all of the information that we learned in the first movie. So he's looking Fun. at all the shit. I like that. I like that it's a, like a continuation sort of thing. Yes, very much so. I like that. So now we cut to him walking to different landmarks from his research and, you know, walking around uh, the area of Cabrini Green. And he comes to what appears to be an old church, but it's like very boarded up and, um, you know, graffitied and stuff like that. And he takes a picture with his camera and then his hand is stung by a bee Uh and he like stings him like right, right here. Like between his thumb and his uh, index finger, and faux, it, faux finger, and his faux finger. So <laughs> that's an inside. That's joke a joke. Yeah, that's, yeah. So there's there's three other people in the world who will get that. <laughs> it was a, uh, a very very drunk night of my life. One of the drunkest, mm-hmm. I'd say. Was it the dr- no, not the drunkest, but it was up there. Like it was it top five. Was up there. Yeah, top five, I would say. Many, many moons ago. Yeah. So, (laughs) okay, bee sting. We did that. Okay. And it it, immediate welt on his hand. Now we cut to Anthony hopping a chain link fence. And we see that he's walking through an an abandoned part of Cabrini Green. Yeah. Um, And he goes into an open door. And it's graffiti everywhere. And he's using his phone flashlight. And then there's a sound. (laughs) And it's nothing. But, like, it's just creepy in there. And he's kind of, you know, flashlighting around. And we just see, like, a creepy pic of graffiti painting of a Candyman-type figure. Because we know Candyman. But, like, he wouldn't necessarily pick up that that's what it is, if that makes sense. Um, And he takes a picture of it. So now we cut to him walking more and we hear the popo drive by and he kind of ducks behind something. Somebody says, 
they almost never came around here back in the day unless it was to take someone out. Now they post up every night keeping us safe, more like keeping us in. Mm -hmm. So these projects are as abandoned as you could possibly get, but not fully condemned. Like there might be a person or so living in here. Right. This is one of those people. William Burke. And um, Anthony says, do you need a hand with your laundry? Cut to William Burke and Anthony at a laundromat. And uh, William walks right back into the office. So William owns this laundromat, clearly. And they've clearly been talking about Helen Lyle. He's like, yeah, a white woman dies and everyone knows about it. Yeah. But so-and-so dies. He names, you know, somebody else and, you know, doesn't, doesn't, make, the, doesn't make the news. 100%. Yeah. So Anthony asks, he's like, do you mind if I can take some, take some notes while we're talking? And so he, like, grabs a pen uh, from a little cup that's, like, you know, got the laundromat logo on it. And he's, he's taking notes. And William is like, Helen was looking for Candyman. And I'd say she found him. And Anthony says, who was Candyman? And William says, for me, Candyman was a man named Sherman Fields. Oh. He had a hook for a hand. He used to hand out sweets to all of us in the projects. One year, a razor blade shows up in a little white girl's candy. Uh Uh-oh. The police come looking for Sherman because they know he hands out candy to the kids. Then one day, I saw Sherman myself because the cops came looking for him, but they couldn't find him. Remember, they hold up a, have you seen this man? Oh, okay. It was Sherman. And he says, then one day, I saw Sherman myself. Cut to the scene. Oh, he's the little kid. He's the yep. laundromat kid. And- he's the little laundromat kid. So we cut to the scene we saw. And we're now getting more of the scene. Because remember, it kind of cut out really quickly. Yeah. And we see Sherman with a hook and a very familiar coat. <laughs> Come out of the hole in the laundromat with a big smile on his face. He'd been hiding in the walls to keep away from the cops. And he's just hand trying to hand William some candy with a big Aww. smile on his face. We now cut to the cops hearing the scream. <gasps> oh, no. And all of them coming in. William present day says, that's when I saw the true face of fear. Looking at Sherman's face. Mm -mm. We hear the cops running up above the laundromat. Sherman is terrified. Uh, The cops appear to run past the door. So Sherman relaxes, smiles again, and puts his hand out to give William more candy. The kid takes the candy and he starts up the stairs. 
he stops halfway on the stairs because he hears the cops coming back. One piece of candy drops out of his hand and the cops are now at the door so he can see them through the glass door at the top of the stairs and they swarm in. They push William out of the way. They swarmed him. And William present day says they killed Sherman right there on the spot. Oh. Fuck. And we just hear Sherman screaming. Mm-hmm. And then William says, and what shows up a few weeks later? More razor blades in the fuck. camera. <clears throat> That's when we knew Sherman was innocent. And then he says, but that wasn't the last we saw of him. (gasps) So now we cut to Anthony painting and we see on his phone that he literally has like crime scene photos of Sherman's like dead, bloodied, beaten body on his phone. And he just starts painting a black line across the canvas. Mm -hmm. Cut to nighttime. And he is still painting furiously. Mm. Brie comes home and she's talking on the phone about someone who dropped out of her show because they had to go to rehab. And then she kind of falls into speaking French with this person. And she hangs up the phone. She goes up to Anthony's studio and she's like, you forgot your mother's. So like, oh, fuck. You, so you he did tell show me up. that. You reminded I, me this morning. I did tell you that. Yeah. I already. Yeah. Forgot. And I was there with your mother, just me and her, and you didn't fucking show up. Nobody likes that. Nobody. Nobody likes that. Anthony says, I'm sorry. I'll call her tomorrow. And he was like, how is she? And Brianna's like, oh, she implied that I give you money. So you have no reason to come see her anymore. Eesh. Ouch. Ouchies. So we now cut to him, Anthony, talking about his painting of Sherman. So it's a very sort of like graphic shape uh, painting of Sherman's bloodied, unrecognizable face. Mm -hmm. And Anthony is telling Brianna the story. And he says pretty soon he was forgotten and just became the candy man. And he's like, so what do you think? And Brianna's like, I mean, it's it's pretty literal. Like, there's not really room for interpretation of of what you're painting. And he's like, but how is it hitting you? And she's like, it's painful. And Anthony is like, I've never felt so connected. It's like, I know what I'm meant to be doing. And he says, and also, there's one more thing. He says, if you say his name five times in a mirror. Oh, no. He kills you. (sighs) Question one. What? What do you do? What does Brie do? (laughs) Does she go do it right now to be like, fuck you? No, it doesn't. Blah, blah, blah. I'm going to be like, okay, cool. I'm going to go eat dinner. Moving on. And she's going to do it. Okay. Point for you. Brie ain't no fool. Oh, good. She's like, no. And he starts saying it one time. Ah? Two time. 
three time, four times. <laughs> and she's like, no. Stop. So she like jumps on him and is like, stop. <laughs> and she sees like the bee sting on his hand, which like looks mm-hmm. a little infected now. And they just kind of hug. Like she got him to stop and now they just hug. So now we cut to an art gallery. And there is a crowd there. And Anthony walks in. And he's kind of mingling around. And we see a high school girl who is holding a sheet that basically, like, says what all of the pieces of art are. Mm -hmm. And she's walking around looking at stuff for school. And she comes upon a mirror, which is a piece of art. It's it's one of the installations. Uh So she looks down at her sheet and it says, this is an installment by Anthony McCoy that explains the story of Candyman and prompts the looker to say his name (laughs) five times. Don't put that out there. So then somebody like comes up to the girl like a teacher or something and is like, we're going to go. And so she's like, okay, and like leaves. Another woman comes up to the installation. And this is a very stuffy art woman. Okay. Yeah. And Anthony comes up behind her and he's like, what do you think? And she's like, well, it's quite a departure from your work. And he says, open it. The mirror is a medicine cabinet that you can open. (gasps) Ah! So you open the mirror and you're looking into a completely separate room that is all the lights are out except for some like neon purple and red lights. Uh And there are Anthony's paintings on easels. That's cool. It was really cool in that room. And she is not impressed at all. Like you. she has the the mirror open, so, like, her face is blocked. We see her face, and we hear Anthony describing it, uh-huh. and she's just, like, rolling her eyes, like, Ew. not into it. Now we cut to Clive looking at Anthony, talking to the art critic, and telling Brie to tell Anthony to stop hogging the critic. And Brie is looking at it like, you know... Oh, I'm glad she's looking at it, but, like, clearly not impressed either. Like, nobody is really impressed with Anthony's work. They're finding it kind of derivative, including Brianna. Back to Anthony and the critic. Well, I like it, Anthony. I like it, too, I haven't even seen it with my eyeballs, and I fucking love it. Actually, you would love it. It does sound like something I would like, actually. Yeah, you would love it. (laughs) So he is, you know, continuing to describe, and then he's like, not sure why I'm hanging around my own art piece. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and and the critic is like, I mean, you know, it's just cliches about the ambient violence of the gentrification cycle. And then she says, but your kind are the real pioneers of that. And Anthony says, excuse what? me? And she says, artists, artists descend upon a disenfranchised neighborhood and dive in on cheap rent so they can dick around in their studios without the crushing burden of a day job. 
I'm going to go get another drink and walks away. Ouch. Ouchie. She sounds like a real fun at a party. She is a blast. Real chill hang. So now we cut to Anthony leaning up against the wall, drunk (laughs) at the show. Cut to Troy and Grady, who are at the show as well. And Grady walks up to the mirror and he's like, we should try it. And Troy is like, black people don't need to be inviting this shit in. Absolutely not. He's like, no. So now we cut to Brianna and Clive standing in a circle talking. An intern is in the circle as well. And some other guy that we know who's probably an important art person. Um, Anthony comes up and joins the circle. And the important art guy is like, it's so smart of you to take those paintings and hide them in a dark room with the lights out. Where did you find them? Some thrift store? <laughs> ouch, 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 ouch. My feelings. How do I ouch. how do I get out of here? Oh, this <laughs> <laughs> This backpack, this parachute's a backpack. This parachute is a backpack. <laughs> How'd you know um, you knew I was doing that just by my arm movement? I yep. looked like I was wearing I I put a little hand on my shoulders and she knew mm-hmm. exactly what I was doing. I sure did. I know you bitch. Same brain. So he says this, and Anthony says Oh, I found them in my studio where I painted them. <laughs> you wacky ass fuck. Oh, and shit. He says that? Yeah. Oh, fuck. And Brie is like. <laughs> Honey, time to go. That's exactly what she does. She's like, oh, my God. And shoes him outside where he trips out the door. He's not doing well. He sounds like me on Raise Your Faux Finger Night. <laughs> oh, on Raise Your Faux Finger Night. Raise yes, he is. Your faux finger. He's raising his faux finger for sure. And and if he didn't fall into a pile of trash out on the sidewalk, that sounds also like me. Yeah, I I this feels like falling into a pile of trash night for him. I'm <laughs> so God, I forgot about that part. Clive. I mean, I is, don't remember it at all. I've just been told it happened. It was. It was a. It was a show to be seen, everyone. One-time performance. <laughs> I feel privileged to have been there. Um, so Clive is, like, pissed that he's made a scene. And as he's mm-hmm. leaving, Clive is like, do you think you'd even be here if it wasn't for her? Ouch! Why are you putting your finger into my open wound? I know. Ouch. Yeah. Everybody. Stop. Leave me alone. But then Anthony gets a nice little zinger in there. He turns back to Clive and he says, keep stocking up on the morning after pill for your summer intern program. Oh, shit. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck. Oh, fuck. Clive's intern is standing next to him. (laughs) And Clive is just like looking around. (laughs) And he goes, you didn't just come up with that on the spot. You had that chambered. And <laughs> and Anthony's like, yeah, I did. And then he trips out the door. Uh, Clive's, intern, Clive's intern then turns to him to try to comfort him. She's like, it's fine. I'm on the Nuva ring. <laughs> oh, no. You missed the point, honey. So now we cut back to Anthony's studio and he's schlocker. Unwell. Yeah. Schlockered. That's a fun word. Isn't it? 
cut back to I said it in some other episode and you were like I've never heard you say that before and now it's my favorite now way to describe only being way. drunk yeah shmammied 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 that's you made that one up just now shmammied I feel like we used to say that's that good. at Cabo Cantina that was a Cabo like Cantina shmammied. girl thing so we now cut back to Clive and it's after hours and so he's locking up the front doors. And it's one of those, it's a storefront, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's yeah. like the front wall is all glass, basically. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Clive is bitching to his intern about Anthony. They're cleaning up. And the intern is just kind of like, yep, I know what you mean, Clive. Like, kind of not listening, not really. And then she's like, yep, love will tear us apart. And Clive goes, Jesus, Jerrica, we get it. You like Joy Division. <laughs> Her name is Jerrica? Jerrica. That sounds like a made-up name. <laughs> What's your name? It's Jerrica. Oh, no. <laughs> it's unfortunate. And she then comes to Anthony's <laughs> installment. <Joy> <laughs> she then comes to Anthony's installment. And she says, what is that? And he says, you tell me. You proofread the press release. And... She's like, it says that, like, you say Candyman. And Clive is like, yeah, but don't, because I don't want you to die tonight. Or at least not until after we fuck. I'm like, gross. Go fuck yourself, Clive. Yeah. So she starts taking her clothes off. Oh, snacksy times right here. Yeah. yeah. And starts taking his clothes off. And she's got, like, a a belt that has... You know those, like, wallet chains that people used to wear? Uh-huh. Okay. It's, like, one of those, but it's more, like, a leather strap kind of thing. Okay. So she takes that and, like, hooks it to his belt. So now they're hooked together on okay. his belt, being sexy, I guess. We now... <laughs> oh, Jerrica. No, silly you old Jerrica. sexy vixen, you. <laughs> so now we cut back to Anthony, and he's looking at himself in the mirror cut back to the gallery they're kissing as she starts to say it cut back to anthony looking unwell cut back to the gallery as they're kind of being sexy and a bee flies into the gallery now a bee is tapping on the mirror in anthony's apartment from the other side of the mirror. Creepy. So no. it's like, tink, 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 tink. And Anthony like goes to touch it and it's on the other fucking no. side of the mirror. I like all things on my side of my mirror only, please. Only things on my side of the mirror, including bees. All things. So. Including, that- and including bees and excluding nothing. Yeah. Yeah, because honestly, even Candyman, I want him on this side of the mirror so that I can see him in my reality. Although I guess, no, I guess I'd keep him locked in there. He could break free, though, pretty quickly, so. Hold that thought, won't you? (laughs) Uh, Won't you hold that thought? (laughs) So we cut back to the gallery. She finishes saying it. We see nothing. We then see... A figure in the mirror, but no figure actually behind them. 
even though it's behind them in the mirror. And all of a sudden, <laughs> little Miss Jerrica's throat uh, is oh. slit by nothing. <gasps> oh, so like it gets slit in the mirror and then it happens in real life. Ooh. Yes. <laughs> so Clive is like trying to get his boner on and all of a sudden she's just spurting blood. <laughs> Oh shit. From her throat. That's yeah, not that's a real boner killer. It's a real boner killer. Question two. What do you do? What does Clive do? I'm going to uh like tie a fucking scarf or something around her neck to at least try to stop the blood and call like for help, call an ambulance. And um oh fuck. Or do I just? <laughs> well, that doesn't look good on me either, though. If I just peace out on Jerrica. How do I fight a nothing? You tell me, bitch. <laughs> a lot of these questions, I was like, God, I wonder what she's going to do. I have no idea. <laughs> Can't wait to find out. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, I'm. I am going to, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to drag us both out of sight of the mirror. Okay. So we can't see the mirror. And what's in the mirror can't see us. See my logic? That's Mm -hmm. mirror logic. See? Mirror science. And, um, uh, And then do the things that I said of like try to stop her bleeding and call an ambulance. Okay. And, and what is Clive doing? I think he's just going to freak out. Like, what the fuck's going on? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sorry. What was that? I just want to make sure I write that down exactly as the way you said it. Please repeat. What the fuck's going on? <laughs> <laughs> that was an exact replica. Thank you. <laughs> Did I nail it? <laughs> One point for Clive. Listen, I don't know what I would do, but I know it's not that. So, here we go. (laughs) Clive is, like, looking at her throat, just spewing blood. And it is such a deep cut that, like, in all honesty, you can look at it and go, no scarf is stopping this flow. Like, it's (laughs) bad. And Clive looks at her and is like, is this real? Like, he's like, what is happening? Right. He literally says, is this real? Yeah. He then is like kind of hunched over her body and he's like, hello? Now, in other parts of the gallery, there are giant projection screens and the movie that somebody is playing is still being projected on it. And then we just see the projector screen rip from nothing. Mm -hmm. But there's a shadow of someone with a hook ripping it not in the mirror oh it's no. out of the mirror that's why i was oh, like ah. no so clive I goes this was to, just mirror work only i uh, i i think clive did too and then all of a sudden shadow work is. as well shadow work as well but still can't see anything right like there's right. nothing there's right. no entity so clive goes to run he's still connected to her so he's like fuck 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 fuck, fuck. oh my god i forgot about that yeah 
and he finally gets himself free, runs to the front door, the glass locked front door, and it's locked. Question three, what do you do? What is clock? Fucking break that shit off. Smash, 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 smash brothers. Smash, smash brothers. brothers. It's class. I don't know. Throw whatever is near me out of it and through it and run hand in hand. One point for you. He doesn't smash brothers. Break the fucking thing. He does not smash brothers. And here's the thing. He locked it. So like, you know, the key is he knows where the key is and he knows it. It's locked. Like, you don't need to try and jiggle, jiggle, jangle it. You're, right. It's locked, bro. You you are aware of the locking. Yeah. With your own hand. Yeah. So he's jiggle, jiggle, jangling it. We see Candyman approaching him at the door in the reflection of the door. Ah, no. And all of a sudden, Clive's Achilles is split ah, by nothing. Your least favorite. Or least, My fa- least yep, yep, favorite. Yep, least favorite. Yeah. And he's dragged back <laughs> by his nothing. bloody Achilles by nothing. Ah! I don't like this invisible Candyman situation. It's I like my Candyman visible. I like yeah. It's you always want to be able to see your Candyman. He's then laid next to the intern who's dead, and we just see Clive lifted up by <laughs> his neck <laughs> off the ground. <laughs> We can see in the mirror a figure lifting him, uh-huh. but he's being lifted by nothing, and it kills him. Smash cut to the gallery. Exact same shot, but daytime. Okay. Now we're going to have some cuts back and forth, okay? So the okay. story is going to be a little bit disjointed. So we just saw Clive. Smash cut to exact same shot, daytime. We now cut to Anthony painting furiously, like, in a way that makes you feel uncomfortable, mm-hmm. the way he's yep, painting. Yep, yep. Mm-hmm. Cut to Brie. Like possessed, kind of. Ex- exactly. Cut to Brie walking into the gallery like nothing is amiss. Cut to Anthony frantically painting. He now looks down at his bee sting hand, and it is fucked up. Uh-oh. Like, it's bordering on gangrenous. Ooh. And also, I meant to look this up. There is a phobia that certain people have that I believe was probably excruciatingly triggered in this particular movie. And I think they did that on purpose. Is it the holes thing? Yes. That is exactly. That. I hate it. 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 Holes. I feel like I low-key have it because I don't I don't have it have it, but like I don't like those. I don't like it. I know yeah. what you're talking about. That was the same Trip- thing with Invisible Man. Okay, so trypophobia yeah. is what it's called. Yeah. And yeah, I mean it's pretty upsetting. Like pictures of it is not great. Yep, don't like it. Um, <laughs> uh, I wish I hadn't looked it up, but I'm, that's that. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, I got a little it's not great. I feel like we all got a little yeah, tryptophobia. I got a little bit of barf. That's like, um, right. It's right like here. A, it's like the. It's like a scale. You know, we're yeah. all on it. Yeah, but we're all on some it. Some just more than others. But agreed. I, yeah, I can't imagine anyone being yeah. like, yes, that. Yeah, yeah. That's I got a. Li- I got a little. Got a little bit of barf in my throat. Um, 
swallow it back, bitch. Ooh, let me drink a drink some beer. One Shug second, that please. Guinness. Cut back to Brie. Walk, so she just walked into the gallery to start her day at work. Yeah, she's so like, she's Good not morning, working around. Hello. Yeah, yeah, business. But she's walking into the office part, and she sees a shoe and a trail of blood. Oh no! Cut to news report. Anthony watching it on TV. And the news report says, they say the bodies were found in front of an art piece called Say My Name by Anthony McCoy. Oh, shit. Cut back to the face of Anthony. And he's smiling. And he says, they said my name. (laughs) Pan out. And we see Troy and Bree sitting on the arm of the couch watching him watch this and they're just like what the fuck dude right like people that should are not de- be my a reaction are dead yeah yeah brie gets up and walks away disgusted and anthony is like Ob- obviously it's awful i'm just it's awful and they like walk away <laughs> the life of Oy. an artist yeah so now <laughs> You'll take it where you can get it. Like, here's the thing. Now that you brought it up, I'll say it. But like in that moment, I was like, I hear you, dude. (laughs) Just feels good to have someone say your name. (laughs) And acknowledge your art. You called me an artist. (laughs) So now, so Brie has walked away very upset. We now smash cut to a, a room in a building we've never seen before. It is an old sort of attic, it looks like, in a house, in a, in, a, in a nice little house. There's trees outside. And there is a man with his back to us sitting on the sill of the open window with his legs out of the window. Okay. And that is intercut. That shot is intercut with Brie rounding the corner of the gallery back to the man on the sill and a little girl approaches the man on the sill and says daddy why are you sitting in the window and the man looks back at her and says i bet you didn't know your daddy could fly oh no it's baby brie cut back to brie now finding the bodies of Clyde mm. and the intern. Oh no. PTSD. Yeah. Trauma. Trigger. Yeah. Cut back to dad sitting on the windowsill and he jumps out. Fuck. Don't do that. Cut to Brie waking ah. Cut to her looking into her bathroom because she hears a low raspy breathing in the bathroom (laughs) (laughs) no don't ask me what i do because it's jump out the window (laughs) swan dive out the window and she just sees a figure standing in the bathroom she wakes Ah. up double dreams double dreams they get me every time double dream (laughs) now she's really awake And she looks and she sees Anthony standing in the bathroom, shirtless, (laughs) 
just staring at the sink, running water over his hand. And she's like, Anthony? He doesn't respond. Anthony? No response. She walks up to him. Anthony? (gasps) What? (laughs) He turns the water off real quick. Oh, because it's like a sensor. It's like a water sensor. So when he pulls his hand away, the water goes off. Uh And she's like, are you okay? It's the middle of the night and you're standing in the bathroom with just running the water. Uh (laughs) And he says, I had a bad dream. And she says, me too. What was it? And he says, what was what? And she says, the dream. (sighs) Oh, boy. And then he just kind of shuffles her out and closes the door on her as he says, I'll be, I'll be out in a minute, and closes the door. Cut to Anthony at a university library info desk. And he's asking the girl behind the desk for something. And this girl is smitten as fuck. I mean, oh. she may as well be us having just seen him with a shirt off. <laughs> Because she is just heart eyes Can't blame and her. boners. That's she's just made of heart eyes and boners. Vajoners. Yeah, vajoners. <laughs> and she's like, I I here it is. I, I I don't even know how you even knew we had this. And he goes, I didn't. I just asked and you found it. <laughs> and she's like, <laughs> just like that. It was that. That's what she did. <laughs> And she kind of ducks down behind the desk, but is still talking to him. And then when she comes back up, he's gone. So he's grabbed the folder and the tape recorder that she put down on the desk in front of him to be like, I can't believe you knew we had this. Tape recorder. Ducks back. Mm-hmm. We now. <gasps> oh. Yep. So he's gone. We now cut to him this beautiful shot where they're in a library, so he's on one side of the stacks walking past them, and the camera's on the other side of the stacks, so it's, like, broken up uh-huh. by walking past the stacks. It was yeah. just really a very, like, visceral shot of, like, not even necessarily, like, scary or anything, but just, like, being back in college, I guess. Like, it was just really a really visceral shot of a library, and he is listening to something in his headphones now. So we are hearing what he's listening to in his headphones, and it's Helen's dissertation. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I actually, knew it. Things that have happened to Cabrini over the years, violence just so extreme, so bizarre. It's almost as if violence became the ritual. The worst part, the residents are afraid to call the police. A code of honor, perhaps fear of the police themselves the easy answer is always Candyman did it the summoning game itself could be connected I mean it's clear that no one person makes this up this grew from the community's collective subconscious a survival tool evolved from need to protect itself and its children from the horrors of the community so that's what he's listening to as he walks through the library and approaches the elevator. He then gets into the elevator. And what do you think the walls of the elevator are made of? Mirrors. Mirrors. Just mirrors all around and above. 
as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And he's in the elevator listening, and then the elevator halts, which we now know is okay. The elevator's not going to fall. Listen to our <laughs> our postmortem. We've done some elevator science, okay? We've done a lot of elevator science. You really never have to worry about an elevator dropping. There's a lot of fail-safes. Digital That's movie and, magic, folks. Yes. Yeah. Um, digital and analog fail-safes. So, but, the, but it does halt. And the lights start flashing red. And it stops as we're listening in the ears. Listening in the ears. His headphones. We hear uh, Helen say, Bernadette and I tried the summoning. It's amazing how effective it can be. The fear of something lurking in your own reflection. Mm. Of being stalked. Intoxicating inexplicably alluring and then he pulls the headphones out so we stop hearing it as well and he reaches his hand out to try the button again and his hand is fucked up we've moved beyond trypophobia we're now at just dead hand oh no we're at we're at cut it off situation cut it off situation yeah like we're at you would it would behoove you to have a hook at this point. That's oh, sort of what we're approaching. Oh, no. Yeah. Well, I didn't even think about that direction of things. Great. Yep. Uh-oh. So the numbers are now flashing or whatever. So he tries like the emergency button or some shit. And then a piece of candy <laughs> falls to the ground. And Kim picks it up immediately. <laughs> I so. learned my lesson about the candy already. <laughs> well, he picks it up and he opens it and... <gasps> ow! Razor. There's a razor blade in it. The blood of his hand then starts dripping onto the ground. But then blood from the ceiling drips onto his hand. Oh, no. So he looks up at his own reflection in the ceiling mirror and it is Sherman bloody faced beaten to death Sherman standing there as him uh, in the reflection uh, oh no uh, <laughs> and i'm not and i'm not talking like Oh, it was a quick flash to a scary thing. It's like he moves his hand and Sherman moves. Like right. he, is he is him. him. The lights then go out completely pitch black. And we just hear the sound of cracking glass and. <sighs> and then the doors open. <sighs> the lights come back on. And there's just a bunch of college kids staring at him as he's, like, huddled in the corner. Fuck. Question four, what do you do? What does Anthony do? <laughs> <laughs> does anybody have any candy? <laughs> How do I make it stop? How do I live without you? Sorry, the notes that you said sounded like that, and that's where it took me. Look at my oh, feather pen. That's my question, though. How do I live without you? Right. I would like to. <laughs> yes. That's my question. How do I? Yeah. How literally? How do I live? Yeah. <laughs> With no more you. 
<laughs> how do I live with uh, how do I live with no, no more you? <laughs> You've got to go. Hey! Good old Leanne Rhymes. Fuck. Okay. I'm gonna I think that it's a tough one. I don't know. Agreed. All right. I don't even know that moving to Prague would help you in this scenario. I know. I think, you know, when it's just through mirrors and nothingness, they have that in Prague. They do have mirrors in Prague. I heard. I, I mean, I've never been, but I'm pretty sure they have mirrors. We can't know Prague. for sure. We'll postmortem it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Things I'm thinking are have a doctor check out my hand. Um, Great. I'm so glad she's giving me all these sounds to cut out later. <laughs> <laughs> you could leave that in. I'll leave uh, get part of me is like, do I go to a mental institute? Does do I need help? Like, I and don't. Do know. they have mirrors at mental Fuck. institutions? Fuck. Sometimes they don't. I bet you could get a, a demirrored room. I could request it. Um, it's like I don't understand the mechanism. I don't know how to unsay it. You know what I mean? That's Agreed. the tough part. Nam, <laughs> yeah. Do I pig Latin it? <laughs> <laughs> Andy Man K. <laughs> uh, yeah, if I say it backwards in the mirror five times, but like with my head, but I stand backwards and I say it backwards to the yeah, on, standing on down. your head. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Try it. I mean, I'll give that a <laughs> shot. Just because it can't hurt, I don't think. Yeah. Okay. He is going to go back to Cabrini Green and maybe look around there more. Okay. I'm going to... You know what I'm going to do? What? I'm going to go look in a mirror and I'm going to be like, what do, you, what do you want? How can I help you? And then I'm going to try to help him. Well, isn't that a fascinating answer? Maybe he needs something. Wow. <laughs> I, uh... Do I need to, like, avenge your death? Like, what do you need? Wow. You know what? I'm giving you a... Okay. I'm giving you a double ding. But I can't tell you why I'm giving you a double ding yet. But, okay. like, that feels like a really good idea. But you won't know until the end of the movie. Okay. Okay. But that's. I'm giving you a bell. I'll take it. You don't need to explain a ding for me. I'll take it. Yeah. It's. This is one of those things where it's like you're getting a ding. You don't know. For trying. Like that sounds like a great fucking idea to give it a shot. So, okay. He walks out, does none of those things, just goes back to frantically painting. While listening to Helen, and we now hear mm. that Helen is now talking about Ruthie Jean. <gasps> right. Okay. <clears throat> and we hear Helen say uh, that, you know, they kept, re- she kept reporting there's somebody coming through the wall. There's right. somebody coming through the wall. 
she called 911 and no one believed her. Mm-hmm. But when they finally got there, she was dead. Candyman killed her. Don't <laughs> He answers. We now cut to him telling Bree, who's downstairs, hey, I'm going out. And she's like, bro, we have a dinner tonight. And I don't know how long he's going to be here, man. Like, don't fuck this up for me. And he's like, I won't. I I don't know how long I'll be, is what Anthony says. Oh, no. And Brie is like, Jack Hyde never comes to Chicago. Don't fuck this up for me. Anthony goes. I don't have high hopes, Brie. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Also, Get your fucking hand fixed. Right? Don't bring that gangrene to dinner. Girl, when I tell you, like, <laughs> listen. At least okay. wrap it up. When I tell you, like, I have these thoughts often. And I'm going to be, full disclosure, Eric and I will have conversations every so often where I'm like, <laughs> wow, I'm really showing my ass here, where I'll be like, why did she let him do that? Like referring to a wife and a husband or whatever. And he's like, the way that you use the word let <laughs> continues to concern. Me. And I go, I hear you, but I'm just saying like, I care and I can't just let you be off doing dumb things. I can't allow it. I hear that I use the word allow. You probably don't love that either. I get it. I hear what's happening. Right. But when I tell you that I see someone with a fucking trypophobia fucking hand and Brie has nothing to say about it. No, go to the hospital. What's wrong with your hand? Can I help with your hand? What the fuck is up with your hand? (laughs) It just doesn't ring true for me. And Eric says, I think sometimes people... Let other people have their own business. Oh, that's true. I think sometimes they do. To which I say, and how did that work out for them in this movie, motherfucker? (laughs) Okay. Moving on. Cut to Anthony. Walking through an apartment building hallway that we've never seen before. And he rings a doorbell. Cut to Anthony sitting in someone's very nice apartment living room. And we only see him. So, like, there's a wall separation or uh, a wall separating us a little bit. So we see Anthony looking at someone that he's sitting across from, but we don't see the person, but we hear the person's voice. And she says, obviously, I'm no longer writing a review but a larger article which covers the works and the circumstances around the murders. So I just wanted to get a few quotes from you. Pans around, we see it's art critic lady. Mm -hmm. And she says, your work is so macabre. Coincidence, no? Mm. And Anthony is like, I didn't do anything. And she's like... (laughs) I'm certainly not suggesting that a ghost and a mirror killed a prominent art dealer, but now it does make your work eternal. So what's next? 
And the artist in me was like, hey, (laughs) 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 artists are. Anthony is literally smiling and he says, I'm expanding the work into a series for a solo show all about Candyman. And he says, spread the word. And then he says, I'm surprised how positively you're viewing my work now. You didn't seem to get it before. And she is writing in her notes and she says, no, 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 I get it. Gentrification, the hood, I get it. Mm. And uh, he says, well, no, no, no. I remember you said that artists gentrify the hood. Remember? Mm -hmm. And he says, but who do you think makes the hood? And he says, the city cuts off a community, waits for it to die. Yeah. And then they invite developers in and they say, hey, artists, you young people, preferably white, please come to the hood. And if you stay... We'll put in a Whole Foods. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Truth. So he then says, she doesn't say anything to that, but he then says, you know, to really engage with the work, you should say it. Say his name. He says that to her? <laughs> okay. Question five. What do you do? What does Art Lady do? I'm going to say Fuck no. That's not how I play my art game. I'm more of an observer. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and what does, she, what does she do? Look, I, I last time I gave it a shot and said, yes, they do it. And I'm going to keep with it. I say she does it. Giving it a shot. All right. I'm giving you one ding for you. I'm not telling you. Yet. Great. I love the suspense. She she says, I'm going to use the bathroom. And Anthony says, good a time as any. I dare you. Cut to her in her bathroom. Mm -hmm. And she's washing her hands. And she kind of like looks up at herself in the mirror. (laughs) And then just kind of laughs to herself. Cut to Brianna on the train alone Uh cut to anthony in the living room alone she hasn't come back out yet he's waiting for a long time probably acknowledging like "Ah, you should be getting to dinner with brianna and so he's now looking at his hand which is worse than before and he starts like picking at it oh no and it's he's like pulling skin off of it and it starts to bleed so he gets up and he's like looking for a cocktail napkin so he like wraps a napkin around it (laughs) a specifically a cocktail napkin no other kind of napkins were welcome correct that's good to know yeah this lady is posh she has cocktail napkins on the wet bar and those are the napkins you use to sop up the condensation on your manhattan Napkins at dinner are different. I'm so sorry. Those are cloth, I presume. Yes, they are. Anyway, it's like Kim's never been to an art director's apartment <laughs> So, spoiler alert. <laughs> I have, and I fucked him. No, I have no idea. 
Oh, Probably. I was so excited about it. Have you fucked an art director? That feels like something that should be on your bucket list. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> Hard Probably. to say. And he was your cousin. No. Um, <laughs> damn it. <laughs> Cut to him now knocking on the bathroom door. So here is the bathroom hallway part of her apartment. Okay. It is, in fact, a little hallway. One end of the hallway is an entire wall that's a mirror. Okay. The other end of the hallway is the bathroom door and the glass of the bathroom door is frosted. So it's like you can see that someone's in there, but it's that frosted glass thing. Mm -hmm. And he's knocking on the bathroom door and then kind of turns and he sees the mirror on the wall and he's looking at himself and he sees something. He turns and Sherman is in the mirror. And so he goes like this to like shield his eyes from him. So does Sherman. So he brings his arms down and he's doing things to see like that mm-hmm, exercise mm-hmm. we did in theater school. <laughs> yeah, sure. We like had mirroring. to mirror each other's movements. Yeah. And he's looking and he puts his hand out, his gross hand uh-huh. and Sherman puts his hook, hook hand, hand out. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Now we see a bee on the other side of the mirror. Tap, 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 tink, tink. And now tons of bees are on the other side of the mirror and Anthony is just staring. You all right? And he turns. Yeah. And it's Art Lady. She's opened the bathroom door and she's like, are you all right? Question six, what do you do? What does Anthony do? I think hand in hand, we're both just like, yeah, gotta go. And leave. Where do you go? I'm going to go meet Brianna for dinner. Okay. And then go to Prague. (laughs) Um, (laughs) He is going to... The land of no mirrors, (laughs) Prague. (laughs) He's gonna. Where does he go? Back to Cabrini Green? Question mark. Point for you. He goes to dinner with Brianna. Oh, good job, sir. Now, I gave you a point. It does, in fact, keep you alive. I would have also accepted check myself into a mental institution. And tell Brianna I just couldn't quite make it to dinner tonight because I'm insane. <laughs> I don't know that that's keeping you alive, though. Uh, yeah, which is why I give you a point. Uh, you're, um, things aren't looking good for you. You don't have a ton of options. So, no. <laughs> um, yeah, so he says, he goes, I thought I, I got to go. And he runs out of the apartment. Now, here's what we see. It's a giant pan out. Starting at her uh, windowed wall. So, like, she's got an entire wall of her apartment that's just window. When you say her, you're talking about the art lady. Okay. The apartment that we're currently in. As he leaves, the camera is panning out of the the building. Okay. And we see that, like, all of these apartments are really nice apartments. And, like, each of them has, like, a, a completely windowed wall that just faces out. And so 
we're panning out. It's a wide shot of the whole building, big glass wall. So we see him run out the door and her come into her living room being like, wait, where are you? Once he leaves, closes the door, we're super far away. We're like two buildings away, but we see her lifted off the ground by nothing. No, Slammed up against the window and slid across with a trail of blood behind her. And it just keeps panning out. So she did say it in the mirror, but we didn't know that she said it until right now. So... Honestly, I mean, probably would have been best to, like, not have her say it because she was writing this article about your work. So, yeah. Also, you were the last person to see her. Oh, right. That, too. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. So, cut to Anthony at dinner with Brianna now. Looking not well at all. And he's just picking at his bloody hand. (laughs) At the dinner table. And he snapped out of his sort of hand-picking stupor by someone else at the table. There's like eight people at the table by someone else being like, ew, careful. And it snaps him out of it. Ew. I was like, can you fucking imagine? Like no. if you were just at a dinner no, with like somebody's away. boyfriend. Like, not the person that you know. And he's just, like, picking at his, like, gangrenous hand at the dinner table. I cannot. And I will not. Yeah. So, snaps him out of it. Everyone at the table is, like, talking about moving Brie up in the art world. She's so excited. And they're just like, you should come to New York. And she's like, oh, my God. Yeah. Like, I, you know, like, clearly these are all the people that she's been waiting to be noticed by. Right. And then one of them gets a text. And then all of them get a text and one of them reads it and it says that the art woman was found dead by her husband. The husband is a suspect. We just see Brie slowly look up from her phone and slowly look to Anthony. Question seven, what do you do? What does Anthony do? I'm going to... Act normal as normal as I can with my gangrene hand. Uh, I didn't. What? Do you, nobody knew where I went. And um, what's up? What? That's oh, that's it. Who's that again? What? That? what I don't recall. Did I ever meet her? Oh, I did. Right, I haven't seen it. her since that night. That's it. And um, I don't know. Same hand in hand, hand in gangrenous hand. <laughs> You grab his hand, it just falls off. (laughs) One point for you. Can you play it cool, Anthony? Can ya? (laughs) Instead, he just goes, I have to go! And runs out of the restaurant. Anthony. He's having a tough time. He is. So from Bree's look, even though we didn't see this happen, he clearly told Bree where he was going. Because Bree's, we didn't see her, see him tell her that, but the way she looked up from her phone and looked at him, I was like, oh, okay. She knew he was there. Nobody else did, but she did. Cut to William's laundromat. Mm. William is reading a book. Cut to Brianna 
coming into Anthony's studio. Cut back to Anthony talking to William now. And Anthony says, so Candyman is something like, so Candyman is Sherman or something like that. Mm -hmm. And William says, Candyman is the whole damn hive. And Anthony says, there are others? And William says, uh, William starts talking. As William is talking, Brianna is in Anthony's studio looking at his paintings at all of these really visceral, muddy portraits of various candy men, like really disturbing, unhinged portraits. So as we're listening to William talk, this is what Brianna is looking at. Uh-huh, okay. Uh-huh. William says, Samuel Evans, run down during the white housing riots of the 50s. William Bell, lynched in the 20s. Mm. But the first one, where it all began, was in the 1890s. It's the story that Helen found. The mm-hmm. story of Daniel Robitaille. Mm-hmm. Now we see this beautiful montage like this way that they told this story was so beautiful so it's the cutouts it's the paper cutouts so it's just black silhouettes of people and like literally like them on a stick you can see the stick and the hand puppeting these paper cutouts and uh william is saying he made a living by painting white people's portraits and he says but you know how it is they love what we make but not us. Mm. So Daniel falls in love with a white woman that he was painting. She gets pregnant. She tells her father she's in love. The father sicks the whole town on him. They chase him through the streets in broad daylight, right past the church on Chestnut, the church that we saw that was all graffitied where he got stung by a bee outside of it. They tie him up, beat him, cut his hand off, and jam a meat hook in it. They cover him in honeycomb, and they let the bees sting him. Then they set him on fire. He says, a pain like that lasts forever. Yeah. Did they tell that exact story in the first Candyman? Was that Mm -hmm. pretty verbatim? 100%. Yeah. Anthony says... So Candyman's real? And William says, they're all real. Mm -hmm. William, Samuel, Daniel, Candyman is how we deal with the fact that these things happened, that they're still happening. And he says, fuck. Now get some rest, young blood. You'll feel better in the morning. Will I? No. No. You won't. (laughs) None of us will. And if you do, you should examine that. (laughs) (laughs) Cut back to Anthony's studio. Brie is looking at all the paintings concerned. And as she's looking around, don't look at those. Anthony comes in and she says, what the fuck is this? And he starts trying to cover them up with tarps. And he says, Brianna, I think I made a mistake. I brought him back. And Mm -hmm. Brianna says, who 
And he says, you promise you won't think I'm crazy? And she starts to understand what he's saying mm-hmm. without him explicitly saying it. He starts talking about William Burke. And she's like, Candyman isn't real. Anthony, I am real. Question eight, what do you do? What does Brianna do? Does she start, like, cutting up the paintings or, like, ruining ruining the paintings somehow? Okay. And I, I am real. Candyman's not. Um... <laughs> Um, what am I doing? Who am I? Brianna. I'm Brianna. <laughs> Candyman. You're go. I think you're probably crazy. Maybe. I'm going to go ahead and move to Prague. I'm sure they have a great art scene there. Point for you. <laughs> great. Point for you. God bless you, Anthony. God bless, uh, bless your heart. I love you. Uh, I got to I gotta, I gotta go. Yeah, that's not what she does. She says, I am real. I will show you this isn't real. No, no, not by how I think you're going to show me. So she looks in a mirror. Fuckity fuck. God damn it. Brianna. In Anthony's studio. And she starts. Saying it. Candyman. Question nine. What do you do? What does Anthony do? Stop her. Stop her. No. Cover her. Stop. Stop it. Stop. Stop. Stop it. Stop hand and crank in his hand. (laughs) That's one and a half points. Okay. He does stop her. But what he does is he doesn't put his hand over her mouth or tell her to stop. He takes something and he throws something at the mirror. It smashes everywhere. Then he picks up another one and smashes it on the bra- on the ground. Mm. Brie is now terrified. Mm. And she runs out of the studio and is like, don't follow me. She's terrified. Yeah. Like, I mean, we know that Candyman lives in the mirror. She, she just saw her sure. boyfriend. Like, like you what's know. happening? Yeah. Cut to Brianna on Troy's, yeah, cut to Brianna on Troy's couch. And Troy is like, let that motherfucker try to come up in here. (laughs) Troy. (laughs) And Brianna is like, he thinks he literally summoned Candyman. And Troy goes, Candyman ain't real. And he's like, Ain't a dick on the planet good enough to offset a demonology hobby. (laughs) (laughs) Demonology hobby. Oh, man. True, though. Honestly, facts. Yeah. Quote. Someone quote that. But then I also thought to myself, I was like, but but did you see how hard he's worked on his? (laughs) Demons. He's demoned. Demons, Katrin, right. demons. Right, right. I know. I hear you. I hear you're right. I hear you. I'm so I You're not you. gonna live long enough to admire him when you're demonified. True. True. I still feel like it's a tough choice. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> so cut to a little later. 
Brianna, Grady, and Troy are all sitting on the couch smoking. Grady goes to bed. And so now it's just Troy and Brianna. And Troy says, I just want you to know that I did speak to mom today. And she wants to close out the storage unit. Um, so we have to deal with dad's work. Oh, and dad was an artist too. And Brianna says, I don't want anything. And Troy says, maybe you could do a show. And Brianna says, I'm not doing a show of the thing that killed him. Mm-hmm. And he says, you can't just hide it away. And you also don't have to be there every time an artist has a psychotic break. Coming in with the, the pattern, hard truth. The patterns we repeat in our families. <laughs> family constellations. <laughs> we learned yeah. about family constellations this week. and um, In our book club. Apparently, yeah. it's in Candyman as well. Guys, we repeat theme every and, pattern. Themeanology, am the I right? That are bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Idiot. I'll see myself all. Please do. But then come back. And so Troy realizes this is a this is a no-go for her. So he says, you can stay here. Just don't try to summon Candyman, okay? And then she says, who would do that? Cut to a high school. It's the girl. Oh, that was at the art the show. Gallery. Oh, fuck my life. God damn it. She goes into the bathroom and there's four girls already there looking at their phones, talking some shit about some poor girl named Trina Mm -hmm. who got too drunk and puked everywhere. And someone filmed it and like posted it, which I'm just like, thank God they didn't have cell phones when we were younger. Thank God. Or social media, I guess there were cell phones, but it was garbage. Garbage phones yeah. and like no these poor, media. poor, poor Nightmare. children. Nightmare. How do you live? So, how do you live, live with, with social, social media? media? <laughs> <laughs> Who knew that Leanne Rhymes was the the theme song to Candyman twenty twenty one? Not Jordan Peele. Nope, he sure didn't know he that. He didn't give his stamp of approval on that, I don't think. Hello? Jordan? Jordan? JP? Oh, you're not into that? What's up? No? Okay. Hey. Well, yep. I See you later. I have Jordan on speed dial. He has me. <laughs> um, okay. So the four girls are talking, being bitches. Our girl walks in, and she's looking in the mirror, putting on lipstick, and she's like, have you guys ever heard of Candyman? <laughs> Now we cut to all five girls standing in the mirror. (laughs) Fuck. One girl goes to leave and they pull her back. Uh, I'm having deja vu. Yeah. They say it four times. Mm -hmm. And after the fourth time, a window Ah. opens. It's one of those windows that are like up top that that flap down in a bathroom. Mm -hmm. Question 10 
You said it four times. A Goodbye. fucking window opened on its own. Creep, creep, what creep, do you creep, do? Creep, 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 creep. Goodbye. No, 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 no. <laughs> Leaving. Everyone leave. Blind your eyes from the mirror. <laughs> okay. So that's you. And then I'll say your um I'm going. It doesn't matter. They're gonna okay. do it. I'm going again. Okay. They're gonna do it. Hey. Double ding. So one of them does say, fuck this, and leaves. Good for her. They say it a fifth time. Nothing. Nothing happens. It's fine. Yeah, that's always how it works. Nothing happens at first. It's a stupid game. And then someone busts yeah. into the bathroom. And they all turn and they're like, oh, hi, Trina. Trina. Trina didn't realize anyone was in there, so she immediately, without saying anything, just runs into a bathroom stall and puts her headphones on. I hope Trina doesn't get killed. I don't know. Seems like they... It's fine that they do, honestly. Yeah. Bullies. So she runs into the stall, puts her headphones on, turns the music way up, and is just, like, on the verge of tears, Mm -hmm. you know? They all are like, okay, fuck this. And they go to leave. And as they leave, her stall is on the way to the door. So they all just like kick her door just to be assholes. Bitches. And then they get to the door and the door is locked. Uh-oh. And our girl, she's not our girl. She's a bitch. I'm saying our girl because like she was, that she's our the one way into previously. this world. Yes. I just want to be clear. And our girl is like, Trina, you broke the fucking door. Trina turns her music up louder. One girl is like behind them a little bit. And so she's walking towards the door, the door, but holding a compact mirror. And we see her stop. And she sees something in her reflection. And is like kind of touches the back of her head. And is like, guys, the other girls are trying to open the door as well now. And then one of the girls trying to open the door is like, I forgot my vape. And she runs back to where the mirror is over the The sinks. Sinks. Thank you. And the girl who saw something in her compact is kind of like, don't, but like doesn't really, you know. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So the compact girl starts walking towards the door again. But then we just hear splooshing. And crunching. Oh, no. So as two of the girls are trying to still open the door, two other girls, including the compact mirror girl, they get down on the ground and they look through the stalls to the sink. And they just see blood. Ah! (laughs) And when I say pouring, I mean a sheet of blood it's not even drips it's like a sheet of blood Uh uh our girl is like so these two girls on the ground are like and our girl is like oh my god stop being so stupid marches back to the mirrors and the sink and the other girls are like no cut to trina in the stall she starts to hear screaming over the music in her headphones Question 11, what do you do? What does Trina do? We're both going to put a blanket over it. We're going to lift our little legs. We're going to be real quiet. We're going to pull out our mace or fucking... Fucking... Anti-candy man. (laughs) Spray. (laughs) 
<laughs> or my little flip knife. What are those called? Switchblade. Switchblade. Flip knife. I like flip knife better. <laughs> Whatever I got on me. But we're going to just put our little legs up like we don't exist. Hand in hand. <laughs> Double ding. Trina ain't no fool. She's like, mm-mm. Literally tucks her legs up exactly like you said. But what she sees under her stall uh-huh. is blood. The compact is flung in front of her stall open. So now what she sees is a bee. Tink, tink. Tink, flying into the compact mirror. Uh-huh. Trina then sees our girl crawling. She's watching this all in the compact the mirror. mirror. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Crawling and a hooked handed man floating Feruza Bulk style in the craft <laughs> behind her. She gets up onto the toilet now and is like standing on the toilet and hook slash. Not her. She's alive. Yeah. Cut to Anthony asleep on the floor in his studio. Trash. The studio is trashed. He then pulls a piece of glass out of his hand. I mean, he that's looks not at the his, worst that's happened to that hand recently. Honestly, so, like, yeah. And I'm also kind of like, you didn't give a shit you about your gangrene hand. Yeah. So he looks at his hand and he pulls his sleeve up. And now he's like, <laughs> you know? I think there might be something wrong with this hand because the whole <laughs> fucking arm is dying oh now. Oh my gosh. And as he's looking um, at it, Anthony, I think you're allergic to bee stings. I I'm think just you gonna, might be. I'm just going to go ahead and say that you might be you might be allergic to a yeah. bee stings. And and the way that you react to it is that your whole fucking arm falls off. Yeah. And he's like looking at it like that shock where you're just like, is this real? real? And he like yeah. pulls a nail like off. Oh, Kim's dead. We got a little Goodbye. bit of barf. Oh. Little, little bit of barf. Little in bit your of barf. Throat. Yep. Uh, question 12. What do you do? What does Anthony do? Oh no. Barf. I'm too busy. barfing. <laughs> he barfs. <laughs> <laughs> does he he eats his nail. I'm just kidding. He does. <laughs> does he cut his hand off? Question mark. I'm going to go back to my other answer of talking in the mirror to my candy men and ask how I can help. Zero points. Fuck you. <laughs> we have a arm problem here that is um falling off in pieces as we look at it (laughs) so this was enough to get anthony to the hospital oh okay okay but before we go there we cut to brie at some other gallery talking to one of the women that was at dinner one of the women that brie was just like oh my god you're talking to mm-hmm. me and Brie is like you know I think so and so has been trying to get us together forever and the woman cuts her off and is like yeah it's crazy about Clive isn't it she says I heard you found the body oh no 
she's like, you've really emerged as an interesting figure around all of this. The show you put together sounded so good, too. And she starts talking about the show. And she's like, you know, but between recent tragedies and your father's legacy, you've got a fascinating story and an eye for emerging talent. How long have you worked with Anthony McCoy? And Brie is like, sees, is reading the writing on yeah. the walls. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And she's like, just a couple years. And cut back to Anthony at the hospital. Hey. And he's sitting on a hospital bed and the TV is on. And on the TV, we hear... A mass murder at a high school is linked to the art world murders as the title of an art piece, Say My Name, was scrawled on the mirror in blood. The nurse walks in. Oh, shit. The nurse walks Uh-oh. in. This is getting less good for my... Th- it, the, the one was good? The mm-hmm. the the serialness is yeah. getting less. A, it's, it's slowly turned. Y- Agreed. Slowly turned around. It yeah, it did. It did. Name recognition is up. Uh um, people wanting to work with you is down. Down. Yeah. 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 Um that's the that's the that's the the tightrope we walk as artists. Um an artist's playground. Yep. You want to be recognized for your art, not for your murders. Yeah, 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 yeah. You want to keep your murders out of your art, you know? So Nurse turns off the TV and just, as a throwaway line, says, welcome back, Mr. McCoy. Uh, And he's like, welcome back. And she says, oh, I I just, I saw you were born here. And he goes, no, 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 no. I was born on the south side. And she says, nope, says you were born right here. Regardless. And then it kind of fades out. Question 13 what do you do? What does Anthony do? I don't, I don't, I don't know. What does me having What? Okay, so he went to the hospital that is nearest to Brianna's apartment. Right. Brianna is living in a high rise that was once part of. <gasps> is he the baby? No, I, I, I get where I am. But how do I know who am I, though? Who are my parents? Do I know my parents? We know uh, he knows his mom. Bree went over to oh, right, right, see right. her. I'm gonna. Speaking of mom, I guess hand in hand we go talk to her. Hey, am I the baby? So, cut to Anthony marching down the hallway and knocking on a door. First of all, I know for a fact that that nurse did not release him, and she certainly did not release him to go detectivize. Where he was born, she told him to go home and go to bed or stay right here. And he did not listen. And I know that as the doctor of the podcast. Anyway. Ketrin, I'm Candyman'd. <laughs> I need to figure this out. This is very serious. So fuck you and fuck your rules. Goodbye. But also your arm is falling off. All right. So. So is my soul. So is my soul. My soul's falling out of my asshole. So. Cut to Anthony marching down a hallway, knocking on a door. And a woman answers. Mom? Anthony, where have you been? Now, 
I'm going to break the fourth wall for a second because I had not seen Candyman since I was at a sleepover at Rachel's house as a wee young lady. Mm -hmm. So that is why Kim was able to tell me the movie because I didn't remember anything about it. One thing that I didn't remember was who Anne-Marie was or who played her. Okay? So hold that thought. Is it the same actress? Hold that thought. Okay. She immediately, as a good mom, says, what happened to your hand? It looks bad. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And he says, I went to a hospital uh, over in Cabrini. She kind of shifts her weight. She says, have you been painting? And he says, yeah, I've been inspired a lot by Cabrini. And she says, you want some tea? (laughs) And she kind of goes over and we see that now the side of his face is trypophobia. Oh, no. I'm Candyman. Bad. Yeah. And he says, I heard a story about a fire that killed a woman named Helen Lyle. A baby that was taken by something they used to call candy mint. Shh. Don't say that. And he says, you told me I was born on the south side. And she says, I raised you in the home you know. But you were born over there and you spent the first two years in Cabrini. And he says, why did you lie? And she says, to protect you. And he says, from what? She says, I just wanted you to grow up happy and normal. And she touches his face and sees now that it's trypophobia. And he says, do I look normal, mama? Mm. I have to know. And she says, when you first got taken, I thought she was the one who did it. Oh, shit. I'm the baby. I'm the baby. I'm the baby. Oh, my God. I'm the baby. Uh, He pulls away. She sits back down in her chair. And she tells the story again of Helen. And we see a flashback to the scenes from the previous movie, but done in that pa- in those paper cutouts, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which is just so beautiful. And then she says, I found her in our apartment covered in blood. I thought she was crazy, but it wasn't her. It was him. And we see this beautiful paper cutout of like Candyman as just a rib cage and fire. And she says, he chose you to be one of his victims. <gasps> he wanted you to burn in that fire. But she pulled you out and gave you back to me. And he's kind of squirming in his seat. And she says, I thought it ended that night. I thought she ended it. We vowed to never say his name again, but someone broke the pact. And Anthony says, and he found me. Hmm. Anthony then gets up and walks out of the apartment. And she tries to pull him back, but he won't. Okay. Here's where I break the fourth wall. When I saw this movie in the theater, I said, 
This woman is great. She's a clearly a phenomenal actress. Um, truly engaging. She has one scene and I was riveted. But whoever the fucking casting director was, she's the same goddamn age as Yaya. I then went to IMDb. <laughs> it is the original actress. Shut up. Kim, when I say to you <laughs> she looks that she hasn't aged. Phenomenal. I am tell what I'm saying is you and I have aged more in this conversation <laughs> about how she hasn't aged than she has from 1992. I mean more power to you, Queen. It good for was you. Mind blowing. Ah. Like I need like I need you to see it. Yeah. It was I can't wait. And frankly, part of me feels like she almost looked younger in this because the styling of 1992 we associate ooh, with like ooh, older, older people. Older. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. like literally she looks younger. Oh it's man, I love that they wild. have the same actress. That's so cool. Wild. But like she looks so young that I was like, you You're may like, have that's almost not anti-fucking mom. Exactly. Exactly. And like it like, was like she wouldn't have oops. gotten the role. I was. Yeah. Because she looks so, too damn good. Yeah. You know what else is tryptophobia? I was just thinking. What? Honeycomb. It is. That's pro- and I think that's where yeah. Which is so interesting because I love the look of honeycomb. But I Yeah, honeycomb doesn't trigger it. Yeah. I don't want to think about it anymore though. Go on. Okay, great. So now we cut to him. I don't want to think now about what does trigger it. Let's just yeah. move it along. Don't don't Google image search. No. <laughs> nope, nope, okay. nope, 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 nope. It's the same as like those. Of... No, I'm just going to move. Move it along. Move okay, it along. Moving along. Moving along. I'm not going to talk about any other things that you shouldn't Google. Yeah. Keep on moving. She's beautiful. No, baby? she's beautiful. She's beautiful. She's beautiful. She's beautiful and young. And she's my mom. And I'm the baby. She's talking about. I'm the baby. Go on, babies. Go on. <laughs> okay. I'm the baby. So, <laughs> I'm the baby. <laughs> I'm the baby. <laughs> I'm the baby. Okay. Cut him. Cut him. Cut him. Just standing. Whew. This is not funny. Calm down, everybody. Myself. <laughs> Cut to him just standing in the middle of the street in Cabrini. And we hear gunshots, but like, not sure from where, nor do we know if they're real. We just hear them right. and kind of okay. see the flash of a gunshot. He walks into the same one that he had abandoned, one that he'd walked into before, where he originally saw that sort of painting uh, of, mm-hmm, of mm-hmm, Candyman mm-hmm. at the very, very beginning. What does it look like? It's like all in black and it's very smudgy. And it's like a figure of a man kind of standing arms out. But it's like it's very crude looking. So it's like unless you know that that's what you're looking at, you would uh, just kind okay. of I was wondering if it was like the, the uh, like the underneath very old version of like the one in the end of. Um, I would love to know the if it original, is. I but that doesn't sound like it. Yeah. So now we cut back to Troy and Brianna leaving Troy's place. We now cut to Troy walking into Brianna's apartment ahead of Brianna. And Troy is like, Anthony, 
Come out immediately where I can see you. We are picking up her things and we will be leaving immediately. <laughs> and they kind of walk in. Bree is on the phone and then hangs it up and is like, he's not with so-and-so either. Like somebody else that she was calling to see where he was. Troy is like walking around the place and he's like, the candy man got his ass. <laughs> 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 Trey's my friend. I love him. And then we then see Brianna grab a pen from just like on the counter and cross a name off of a list. She then looks at the pen she picked up and it's the laundromat. Question 14. Ooh, what do you do? What is Brianna doing? She's going to the laundromat. Am I going to the laundromat though? Um, I know she is. Mm-hmm. I'm... I don't think I need to go to the laundromat. I mean, Anthony, I love you, but we're breaking up. I'm going to mentally break up with you. So sorry. Um, And uh, head on back to Troy's. Double ding. (laughs) This relationship is over and I'm so sorry. Um, Hopefully I have pictures of your shirtless body in my phone. (laughs) (laughs) Um... (laughs) So I can so, masturbate Lee cry myself to sleep. Masturbate Lee cry. Yep. <laughs> I love that you use masturbate as a as an adjective. <laughs> I love it. Masturbate Lee cry. I guess masturbatorially. Masturbatorial. Don't know. I'm moving past it. Okay. Cut to her at the laundromat. And she calls for William in the back. And she goes into the back. Nobody is in there. But she sees Anthony's red beanie on the table. Mm -hmm. She then hears something, goes to a locked door in the office, locked, tries another. It's a door to a very dark basement with stairs going down. Oh, no. And she says... Nope. Good (laughs) job, ma'am. Yep. Yep. Great work. She then goes. Snaps snaps to you. She then goes to open the door to go back out into the laundromat and it's locked. And so she starts banging on the door. But the only woman in there has headphones in and doesn't hear her banging. But we see through the glass of the door that she is then chloroformed and dragged off. Um, Brianna is Brianna is chloroformed and dragged off. Chloroformed, yep. So now, seem candy manly. It doesn't. She, you'd think she'd just be hook, line, and sinker, hundred (laughs) percent, just pulled off stage by the old hook hand. (laughs) 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 So, folks. So now we cut to banging on a door. I want to play. It's the little boy from the very beginning. Little William. Okay. And he is banging on his sister's door saying he wants to play. She opens it. She's got a friend in there. And she says, go away, William. William is now outside of her door pacing angry that she won't let him play and we hear his sister say candy man candy man 
Candyman. <laughs> Candyman. No, that's it. And don't says it a fifth say time. It. I'm gonna come through this screen at you, <laughs> bitch. I'm not stupid. I'm not saying it no five times. <sighs> And so William is still pacing outside. And then every, he doesn't hear anything else. So he opens the door, but something is blocking it. And there's blood all over. And he sees his dead sister's legs and a piece of candy drops next to it. And he looks through the crack in the door into the mirror in his sister's house and he sees Sherman's reflection in the mirror. And he's like, Sherman? Sherman smiles with his hook and says, Shh. Cut to present day, William. And he is looking tweaked. And we... Can't tell where he is. He's not in the laundromat. He's in a dark sort of candlelit place. And he just says, now we have a witness. And we're like, what the fuck now? Cut to the inside of the abandoned church. Mm -hmm. Graffiti all over. Bree wakes up tied to a chair. William is on the phone with cops. And he's like, I saw the man you're looking for. The same my name killer. He's roaming the streets at Cabrini Green with a hook for a hand. We then see William hang up on the phone. And behind him, Anthony is kneeling in front of a giant Jesus painting kind of thing. Uh -huh. And William says, I was baptized here. And Bree tries to call Anthony. Anthony? He doesn't turn around. William says, you know, when something leaves a stain, you can't really wash it out. You can feel it still in the fabric, a thinning deep in the fabric. This neighborhood got caught in a loop. The shit got stained in the exact same spot over and over until it finally rotted from the inside out. They tore down our homes so they could move back in. He turns Anthony around, and now his face looks like a fucking beehive. And he and William says, we need Candyman, because this time he'll be killing their fathers, their babies, their sisters. Uh... I knew it was... I knew it was only a matter of time before the baby came back here. A chance for Candyman to take back what's rightfully his, his legend. We then see shirtless Anthony's body, but it's really upsetting now because it's all holy and trypophobic. Oh. So sad. Bree is tied to a chair but we see that she still has the laundromat pen. Question 15. What do you do? What does Brie do? Wrap <sighs> my brain around all of this. Okay. I'm tied up. But I got a pan. I guess hand in hand we're going to try to untie ourselves with our pen. And then. Oh, great. 
No trick questions here, boo. It's exactly what she does. So she starts kind of poking at the rope, sawing at the rope with the pen. Mm -hmm. We then see William ask for Anthony's hand. Anthony gives it to him. (laughs) Okay. His bad hand, his trophobia hand. Yep, 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 yep. And he starts aching for a a hook, just calling out for a hook. Yeah, honestly, he could probably just lightly crack it off and it would come (laughs) right off. Ding! But instead, he takes out a hacksaw and starts sawing Anthony's arm off. And Anthony, I don't know what the fuck is going on with this motherfucker because he is just silent. He is not responding. And then he takes a hook. And jams it into Anthony's fresh, fresh stump. And we do see a single tear fall down Mm. Anthony's face. And then William tourniquets the arm. We then hear William say, I know you have questions. I had questions too. I'll answer them all. Here's the story of Anthony McCoy who lost his mind. And the cop showed up and shot him down in cold blood without even saying a word. Well, say his name if you dare. Mm. Sirens then start to approach. William puts a familiar coat Mm -hmm. on to Anthony, who stands up pretty comatose. Bree manages to get out of the rope. Um... William turns around and says, and now for the sacrament, and he's holding two lollipops. But he looks up, and Bree has run out of the mm-hmm. hall, the main church room. Right. And, so, and William says, don't you want a sweet? And then it goes black, and we just hear a scream and a squelching sound, which... I'm still unclear about, but I'll hypothesize later. Cut to Brie in the dark hiding. So what I can only ascertain is that the front doors of the church are boarded up. So in order to get into the church, you can't go through the front. There's probably some sort of underground situation to get in because she is in sort of these underground hallways And she hears William coming, so she turns off the light on her phone. Mm -hmm. But she's still running through the halls and kind of turning it on every few seconds just to kind of see where she is because it's pitch black. And we just hear William, who can make the sun rise? (laughs) Terrifying. Ah! it with dew. (laughs) Attack! <laughs> but it's so dark, we just see flashes. Like, we just, we don't even really see what hap- what's right. happening. But we do then cut to Bree popping up out of a storm door that, you know, an, a Dorothy door. Yep, yep. So that must be how they got in, I would assume, um, into a street or alley or whatever. And she starts running. William then pops out behind her looking for her. Brie goes into an old abandoned home and we see William follow her in. William's mouth is all bloody. So like pouring blood. So I was like, I don't know if Candyman hooked him or she did that in the dark. It's unclear, but his mouth is pouring blood. 
We then see Brianna try to lift up this pipe that's in the abandoned place and she can't lift it. Like she literally tries to lift it and it pulls her back down. So question 16, William is right behind you. What do you do? What does she do? So what is around me? Not much. That pipe. You don't really see anything else. And is it dark? It's dark, but like you can see him a lot better. The ambient light of the outside is is kind of lighting it a little bit better. All right. I don't know exactly what this place looks like, but I'm going to kind of hide and then trip him and then slam him into the pipe. I'll give you this. He can see you. He's looking at you. He can see me now. Yeah. Like you went to pick up the pipe to be like, I got to hit this guy that's right there and I can't lift it in this immediate second moment. Uh, What do I do? Just give me a hint. Is it something with the pipe or not? It's not with the pipe. It's something you've held on to. How? This bitch. Telling me there's a pipe around. Um, okay, well then hand in hand we're gonna stab him with our pen in the throat. Stab forever. I just want to point out to you guys, if you've listened, I just <laughs> want you to hear how much kinder I am with questions than no, Kim is. She's not. I'm so fucking kind. I you mean asking gave her questions? that answer. I, I am- mean I give you so much. Don't you dare. I literally will explain what the entire place looks like. I will break it downtown, Judy Brown. Break it downtown, Judy Brown. (laughs) (laughs) And I also give you answers quite often. So she hung on to that pen. She can't lift this pipe. So she's like, I still have this pen. So she stabs him in the neck. And then literally forever stabs. Yay! Forever until I think he's dead. (laughs) Anthony is standing in the doorway. And she holds the pen out to him, terrified. And he just slowly walks towards her and walks into the pen. So that she's holding the pen at his throat. Mm. And he just says, Brianna. And collapses. Mm. So she's down on the ground. He's laying on her lap. Completely unconscious. She's like, get up. Get up. We hear sirens coming. She's like, no, no, get up, please. Please, please stay with me. I'm going to get you to a hospital. Sirens. She yells, we're in here. Cop comes in and says, put your hands up. Gunshot, gunshot, gunshot. She looks down and there's blood all over her. And she realizes it's Anthony's. Cut to the cops. Putting Brianna into in the cops cuffs. Car, handcuffed. Okay. She's sitting in the back and hears them muffled talking outside the car. One of them that then gets into the driver's seat 
and we see his face in the rear view. So it's one of those scenes where all we see is his eyes and her eyes. Of That's all that they can see in the rear view mirror of the car. Uh, who's looking at who? I'm sorry. I, I blacked out for a moment. Sure. One of the cops gets into the driver's seat. Okay. Cop. And okay. we can see the scene eyes. is. Yes. And okay. he sees her eyes. And he says to her, it's very unfortunate what happened to your man in there. We've been looking for him. You got a tip he'd be here. You know anything about that? Whatever you tell us helps. Any cooperation is noted. Saying what you saw, when he came at Jones, and Jones obviously knowing what he'd done before, seeing his hook, knowing you were in danger, had no choice but to discharge his weapon. Doesn't that, that sounds right to you, right? Or... You're an accomplice. Uh, you held the victims down. He cut them up. He died coming at a cop and you'll go to jail for the rest of your life. So which story is it? Question 17. I got, Kim, I got you, girl. I want you to know I got you. Question 17. What do you do? What does Brianna do? Hand in hand, we say Candyman five times in the mirror. <laughs> I was I like, you, how girl. do you have me right now? How do you have me right now? I was like, what? I don't know what my face looked like. My anger at Ketrin for the first 10 seconds of me yep. not understanding. I got you, girl. I saw, Kim. I saw Kim starting to cry. And I just knew I was like. I got you. We got this. So she says, can I see myself in the mirror? I'll tell you everything if you just let me see myself. He says, no. And she says, I'll say whatever you want, man. So he turns the mirror to her eyes. And she says, Candyman. 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 What the fuck is that? Candyman. <laughs> the doors all lock from nothing. And then another cop stumbles out of the room where Anthony was shot with a bloody pouring neck. We then see the cops standing outside of the car start firing, emptying their rounds at something. And we see Anthony as Candyman approaching as if nothing is hitting him and slices them up one by one, bangs one of them up against a window. She doesn't look. Anthony then comes up and slits the cop's throat right in front of her at the window. She doesn't look out. Anthony is standing outside the window now looking in at her. Bees swarming all around his head. The guy in the front seat is terrified and says, who are you? As Anthony circles the car and he's almost made of bees now. It's as if a swarm of bees is wearing a coat and has a hook for a hand. And we just hear, 
I am the writing on the walls. Mm. I am the sweet smell of blood on the street. The buzz that echoes in the alleyways. They will say I shed innocent blood. But you are far from innocent. But they will say you were. Standing in front of the car. Just a swarm of bees in a coat. That's all that matters. The doors then unlock on their own. The cop in the front seat opens his eyes. Candyman is gone. So the cop gets out, leaves Brianna there in the car handcuffed, and he runs. Her door is open now too. So she gets out and walks off. And she's looking around and she just starts to hear... she comes around a corner and a swarm of bees in a coat with a hook for a hand slits the cop's throat who ran up against a wall and the swarm of bees turns to Bree, floats towards her the bees clear and it's tony todd <gasps> And he says, tell everyone. Mm. More cops pull up. Candyman. <laughs> that was so good. Oh, God, that was so good. <laughs> okay, wait, okay, okay. So, well, before you ask questions, the credits are really beautiful. The credits are those cutouts uh-huh. of various real life stories of oh. black people being brutally murdered uh-huh. for the entirety of the credits. Wow. Ask your questions. So I forgot my questions. So <laughs> William purposely wanted that to happen to bring Candyman back through Anthony who was the baby who he figured out was the baby yes and he was like oh that's how I get Candyman to come back oh okay my other question was when his sister was killed was that magical Candyman Sherman or was that was that man magic magical Candyman magical Magical Candyman Candyman. it's just that Candyman is is all People right, right, that right, have right. been unjustly murdered. So for William, Candyman was not Daniel Robitaille. Candyman was Sherman in for his William. lifetime. Okay, 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 yeah, okay. And then he knew that that would happen by calling the police. Yeah, and that would bring Candyman back through this present day. Now I did have <sighs> to read like the ending explained because. William's plan felt a little convoluted to me. And so I did want to kind of just get an explanation of it. And what I read was that William is one of the only people that live, like maybe the only person that lives in Cabrini Green. Um, But -hmm. there's maybe there's still some people that live there. Right. And so his thought process was, if we can create a scenario where white people are afraid 
to move back to Cabrini Green because of these horrible mass murders by this terrifying Candyman ghost, including, you know, brutally murdering a bunch of cops. Maybe they won't tear down Cabrini Green Uh, and they won't gentrify it. I see. I see. I see. I see. But William was so unhinged that like his his motive was muddy. When watching the film, the motive felt felt muddy. But when explained, it's like that was sort of his – the idea of it is like Candyman keeps – because if you remember, he was like back in the day, cops never came around here. Mm -hmm, It wasn't until mm -hmm. white people moved in that now they're they're posted up, you know. So he's like basically like get the fuck out of my home. Right. And it appeared that Candyman was the only thing that kept y'all out. Yeah, because – they're dangerous in his home. Exactly. And so Candyman's the protector, actually. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, wow. Well, that was beautiful. fucking great. Yeah. You should watch oh, it. I love that it connected to the past one, too. Wow, it's a I real know. requel situation, isn't it? Right? <laughs> connected to the original. I just, I'm really digging it. And then people it, come back, legacy characters. Gosh. Gosh. It was great. It was great. I loved it. I will say I loved wow. it more the second time for whatever reason. I think I was really tripped up by William's motive the first time I watched it. It was just a little too convoluted for me, just kind of watching it in real time. Mm-hmm. And then it wasn't until I watched it the second time that things had kind of sunk in. I'd kind of, you know, seen it in a different light that I was like, okay, this doesn't feel as convoluted as it felt the first time I watched it. Yeah. So no, I, I, it. I loved it. All right, let me total your points. Hi, Sammies. So we heard a rumor that you're not signed up for our awesome Patreon yet. What? Where are you getting your bone con then? It's cool. It's fine. You can still subscribe. Just hit the link in the show notes or search for us on Patreon. We're right there. We've got all kinds of bone con. That's bonus content. We've got mini-sodes, post-mortems, and Q&As, all live streams, polls, prizes, merch, and just a general smorgasbord of KK Sam. So join us. Or else. Oakley Doakley. For Dead or Lives, you got three out of six. Um, for questions, you got 25.5 out of 34 for a total of 28.5 out of 40. That's all right. I'll mm-hmm. take it. Yep. Sounds yeah. good. I loved it. The acting is just so incredible. And I feel like the issues that they covered were equal parts crystal clear (laughs) and poetically done, Mm -hmm, if that makes mm -hmm. sense. Yeah, 100%. Um, And God damn it, that woman who plays Anne-Marie, what the (laughs) fuck is she smoking or drinking or doing or being? I don't know, but can I have some? So... (laughs) Um, so that was Candyman. Yay, great job. Nia DaCosta's Candyman. Yay. It was phenomenal. Great. Um, well, cool. Well, we have, I think we do have another Black History Month installment next week. I don't know what day oh, it we is do. or where we are. We oh, do? we okay, do. Great. Oh my gosh, I can't wait. I haven't watched it I'm so excited. I'm, it's been on my list forever. Yay. I can't wait. Um... Well, um, do all the things, guys. Follow us at KK Sam Podcast, 
including TikTok, which Kim scolded me for. She said, bitch, if you're going to tell people to follow us on TikTok, you have to interact too. So I will. I was like, get up in here, interacting. bitch. You're like using your own TikTok. I'm like, get on here, girl. Yeah. Because um, um, I feel like one episode you were like, follow us on TikTok. Goodbye. And I was like, bitch, <laughs> people are listening. So now you need to fucking start. Fair. <laughs> Fair. She called me out and I stepped up to the challenge. Thank so, you. um, at KK Sam podcast on all the all things, the things. Um, Facebook's uh, group, Sammy Stay Alive, maybe. Um, we have merch. We have new merch that we're going to be releasing because one of our amazing Sammy's patrons, friends, uh, listened to our request and made us art Drew with a uh, art piece yeah with little baby Sammy sam fam. and baron samdy so um that'll be up and i'm missing one i'm missing one i'm missing patreon, uh, patreon to see us slap each other in slap the each face other. yeah <laughs> and that's it thank you so much for listening we love you guys so much we are so honored by your support always forever um Happy Wednesday. Yeah. This has been and Kim and Kat's Stay Alive. Maybe. So until next week, stay, stay alive. Bye. I'm the baby. So, <laughs> I'm the baby. I'm the baby. <laughs> I'm, the baby. <laughs> I'm the baby. Okay. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Dread Podcast Network. <laughs>